Hello, and welcome to Women of Substance. I have a very special guest today, and she lives in Brazil. Um, David and I have uh, done quite a bit of ministry down there in uh, Brother R.R. Swadis' churches, the Good Grace of God churches. And uh, Bruna, our guest today, has been our uh, translator and has done a wonderful job. And so I wanted to, y'all to meet her. And uh, she not only, of course, is a wonderful woman of God and a translator for us, but also she is a pastor's wife and her mom and dad are in the ministry as well. They pastor churches in Brazil. And so uh, Bruna is just a delight. She has a lot of energy. She uh, had been in youth ministry for for years and ministered to thousands. Uh, done a lot of television, and even uh, this last year, she ran for congresswoman uh, in her state. And so I was really impressed with that. She she didn't win the election, but it was a great experience for her. And and I wouldn't doubt it if she might be doing that again. Um, they have a, a church right near Rio de, de Janeiro, and uh, it's a tremendous church. And so I know that you will really, really enjoy hearing what she has to say about Brazil, about ministry in Brazil, and um, just her vision for what uh, the next steps in her life are. So uh, listen to this and let others know about this and uh, just glean all that you can from it. Hello and welcome to Women of Substance. Today we're in Brazil. <laughs> and this is my friend Bruna Capelman. And I'm so glad that she's here with us today. You're going to really receive a lot of wisdom and information, and I believe inspiration um, through her words. And uh, we met a couple of years ago. Yeah. She met us at the airport. And David and I have, had come then to Brazil to preach over probably a two-week span of time. Yeah. And, and Bruno was our translator that whole time, and we did a lot of meetings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think we calculated we went over 2,200 miles across Brazil <laughs> preaching in different churches. It was really an amazing time. So uh, David and I came back this year. Um, and Bruna again was assigned to our, to be our translator. And so I asked her, I said, can I interview for our Women of Substance podcast? Because not only is she a tremendous translator, she took English for five years. <laughs> so she does really well, but also she's a pastor's daughter and now she's a, a pastor's wife. And really, uh, in her own right, she is a, a call to ministry. She has the call of God on her life, and she ministers beautifully and prays and stands against the devil and everything. So, so I'm just glad that she's here today. And I'm going to ask her some questions and just let her share her life with you. Um, first of all, of course, you're a pastor's wife. Can you tell us a little bit about your church and where it's located? Yeah, sure. So first of all, thank you for inviting me. Yes. <laughs> it's an honor to meet to be, you know, part of this um, so beautiful project and woman of substance. So hello, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, um, right now we are located in Niterai City, which is located in Rio de Janeiro. 
very known city. Yes. Well, well, our city is very close to it, about 45 minutes um, distance. Well, um, me and my husband have been there quite recently, but we have been like um, working hard for Jesus and people there. Recently, uh, we prepared and we made a very special uh, woman service. Oh, And nice. um, it was like amazing to see all the women together praising God and see them like their eyes shining for the word of God. It's so special to see the testimonies. And wow. And we, before that, me and my husband, we were youth pastors. So we connected to the youth for us is so special, not just because of our age. Well, I'm about to do this. She doesn't look at that. Oh, okay. Oh, you're so precious. <laughs> so, um, well, we are located in Niterai today, but our ministry really focus on do what God wants him, what God makes to be done and his will. So for us, it's such an honor to be part of all of this work of God in this earth, especially in our country, Brazil. Yes, <laughs> and uh, they're a part of the grace of God, uh, which is a huge ministry all over Brazil, and also uh, your organization sends out missionaries yes, to uh, different nations, and it's just remarkable. Mm-hmm. So how many uh, churches do you have just in Brazil? Um, about 3,000 churches. Isn't that in, something? National, and some overseas. Especially in the U.S., yes. India, South Africa, Europe, and wow, it's amazing to be part of some as big as this. It really is. <laughs> David and I went over to Portugal and Spain and Romania and even in London, England, and preached at Grace of God churches, mm-hmm. and they're all just remarkable. Mm-hmm. Uh, they love the Lord. They love the Holy Spirit. They love the Word of God. Mm-hmm. They base everything on the Bible, which is so extraordinary, I believe. <laughs> and then they believe in miracles. Well, yes. So tell us about miracles in your ministry. Well, um, we believe it because Jesus did that. I mean, she's still doing. And according to every services that we've been doing together, this journey, like we are in October right now, but I don't know when you were watching this, but well... Every time that we are together, it's just a piece, a little piece of what God can do. Yeah. And it doesn't matter who you are, which language you say, doesn't matter where you're coming from, if you're rich, if you're poor, if you are a lot of knowledge, opportunity, or if you're coming from a poor community, doesn't matter. God is still the same and can, He can use, He can use everyone. Like, I mean it, really. Well, I have the opportunity because my parents are pastors, but it really doesn't matter because I, um, you know, like for example, Dr. Scarlett, she's not a daughter from pastors. No. <laughs> and God uses you so yes. much. And, you know, so I've seen many youth, for example, and many old ladies being uh, used by God, like so mm-hmm. many miracles. Um, one specifically that I um, saw, I was a witness, was once in Bahia that I saw a man that came to church that he couldn't, he, he couldn't stand firmly. And every time that he was walking, he was like, like a doll, you know, he couldn't stand and walk firmly. 
And then we were like made some um, services of that city. And in the middle of the, 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 we prayed for everybody for healing and deliverance. And almost at the end of the service, he jumped out the, the chair that he was sitting. And the whole church started to scream and glorify <laughs> God and praise God. That was so shocking to us. And like a proof, just a piece, a little bit yeah. of proof that the mighty God that we have. Yes. So it's such a blessing to be part of it. And you that are watching us, if you are a lady, if you're a kid, if you're well, it really doesn't matter who you are. God can use you, whatever you are right now. Amen. That's so true. <laughs> and he does the supernatural today. Amen. And miracles, like you said. Um, in fact, uh, Brother Swadis, R.R. Swadis, who's head of the organization, um, a, a large part of his ministry mm-hmm. are, are tremendous miracles. And he was showing us, we were with him the other night at dinner, and he was showing us uh, a person that had horrible cancer on their tongue, a picture of it. And it was just um, almost grotesque. You know, it was so awful. And the doctor gave this person no hope. Um, they said, we're going to have to cut your tongue in half. You won't be able to eat. You'll have to have a, a feeding tube. Mm-hmm. And you won't be able to speak or talk. And they came to uh, Missionary Swadis Church, and they had prayer. And you could see the progression of the healing on that tongue. And the last picture is perfectly healthy. Wow. So um, she, they didn't have to have it cut. They didn't have to have the, you know, the feeding to nothing. Um, and it was just a tremendous miracle that they had documented. Wow. And, and they do document, don't they? And yeah. y'all document the miracles in your church. Yeah. You, they take pictures and they uh, get the doctor's reports afterwards. Yeah. And it's just amazing what God is still doing on the earth today. <laughs> and yeah. uh, these churches believe so strongly that they see these miracles all the time. Yeah. The pastor that we're preaching with tonight, mm-hmm. he said that, he went to church uh, at Brother Swadis Church, and he had four different things wrong with him. Yeah, four different things. And they were all pretty bad. Really, really. And he said that Brother Swadis gave an invitation for salvation, and this is a way back, and he raised his hand for salvation, and the minute he prayed the prayer of salvation, he received all the healing at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> and all, all his sickness went away. Mm-hmm. And isn't that something we were talking about? Healing is included in salvation. It is. So it's not hard to get healed. Praise God. Jesus <laughs> Praise made God. it really easy. Glory to me? Jesus. And, yes. and we're so grateful. Mm-hmm. So in their church, they pray for miracles. Yeah, we do. Now tell us another unique quality of their church is that you have multiple services. Yes. So tell them how many services you have <laughs> a week. You're exactly. not going to believe this. Yeah. Oh, okay. So in our church, it's not just ours, every Grace of God church. We usually have a many services. We have service every single day of the week. Every day. Every day. Week. Every day. But it usually we have that like main days. For yes. example, Wednesdays, Fridays, and Sundays. So Sundays very regular, so everybody goes to church on Sunday. But on Sundays we have four services, so two in the morning, one in the afternoon, one at night. And Wednesdays and Fridays, hold it on. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay, we have six 
services on Wednesdays and on Fridays. Fridays. And my husband, which is the senior in our church, he does four services on Wednesdays, Fridays, and on Sundays. And also we have on on Mondays the Day of Prosperity. So my husband do, does two services on Monday also. So you can imagine this per week, every week. Yes. That's <laughs> a just, lot of work. <laughs> that's just the services your husband does. Yes. And then you have other staff that yeah. does services on Tuesday. Yeah. How many services do you have Tuesday? Six also. Six on Tuesday. Yeah. And then, of course, Wednesday, you said. And Thursday? Yeah. Thursday, also six services. Six services. Yeah. If we have one, so then we're going to do something or yeah. pray for them or give a, uh, a word of knowledge or whatever they need, we attend. Yes. But on Saturday, we have just one on the morning. Yes. Thank God, right? Thank God. You have to rest. You have to have some rest. <laughs> but I think that's so remarkable because it gives anyone an opportunity to yeah. come to church. It, no matter what your family schedule is yeah. or your work schedule, uh, you have a chance, an opportunity to come to church, yeah, and that's a beautiful thing. Um, in the churches that we've been in, we just got out of 15 meetings um, in about nine days, eight yeah, days, yeah. and um, every service that we've been in, and the, this is not like a convention. Yeah. This is like churches that we go, uh, we preach, and they get in the car and drive, and preach at another church, get in the car and drive. And <laughs> that's preach true. Yeah. So this is traveling and ministry, and every church that we've been in has been completely full. I mean, it, we had an early service the other morning. It was completely full. Yeah. We had 3 o'clock in the afternoon, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And, it, you know, it's just amazing the uh, the attendance of, of what we would call in the United States mm-hmm. odd hours for church, <laughs> yes. you know. Uh, and so I just thank God what he's doing in Brazil. So you have a lot of prayer and a lot of prayer meetings yeah. where you pray for your country. Yes. And I think that's part of the success, don't you think? I, I do believe it. do believe yeah. it. And not just in Grace of God Church, but many churches around uh, Brazil have those uh, like group prayer groups. Mm-hmm. So we just focus on praying for our nation, our people, especially our cities, our you know states. Because we know finally the people in Brazil, believe it or not, are waking up to pray for our country and pray for our people. And I really believe in, in the bottom of my heart that God is blessing our nation. Like, you know, even we have so many things going on. I mean, I believe it's not just in Brazil. Yeah. But um, including all of that, we know that God is a merciful God and He's blessing us and protecting those, you know, His children for all of their harm. But I believe that's just because the power of prayer, the power of that humble heart, because Brazilians are very humble. Yeah. And we really love to be known by God. That I think that that's making the whole difference. Yes, yeah. I believe that too. Your relationship with the Lord is very important. It is. Yeah. And we teach that Yeah. In, at, at churches. We praise. If you ever um, saw any type of church, you can see that we love to dance. Love to dance and really scream and really <laughs> know <laughs> praise <laughs> the Lord. Hands, praise the Lord. Yes. Have the songs because we need to uh, know. We need to celebrate that our God is a merciful God, is a good God, 
is a God that makes miracles. Yes. And they teach uh, in their churches prosperity uh-huh. and the healing power of God, of course. Yeah. And they uh, minister deliverance. They, they believe yes. in casting out devils. Yes. And um, they, of course, believe in prayer, intercessory prayer. And um, so it's just a beautiful full gospel um, uh, ministry that mm-hmm. is just taking over. It's just amazing. Um, so I know that you grew up as a pastor's child and yes. you, you've already said I wasn't a pastor's child. My, my dad was a businessman, but, um, we got, we were talking in the car today because David is a preacher's kid yeah. and you're a preacher's kid. Yeah. So we were talking about the, you know, the good things about that, but also some of the things that cannot be, it's not so good. Yeah. And some of you might be preacher's kids. So I would like for you to talk a little bit about that, about the good things and maybe the bad things that you had to overcome. All right. So the good things, I'm going to start with the good <laughs> Okay. The good things are, well, a bunch of them. I have the opportunities to meet people like them. Uh, amazing people who come to our church and, and share their experiences and everything that they overcame. So, um, and more than that, and the whole church can help us if we need, I mean, what I'm talking about. I'm going, I will talk about the bad way, way. <laughs> but the good part is that we have opportunities that most kids do. So the access of word of God, the access of the truth, so it really not depending on which family you are, you have the more it's easier you have that access with God to be connected with Him. You know, unfortunately, um, some kids don't realize it because I don't know which circumstances, but I believe that if you are a preacher kid, don't matter, doesn't matter which age you are, a kid or, you know, grow old person. It, I know that God gave you an opportunity and a chance that many kids didn't have. They have to work hard to have an encounter with Jesus, and you have that. So I think that you have to have that, like embrace that, yes. embrace Jesus, embrace not the that. pain. Mm-hmm. So if you went through any pain, it's just I did, and every preacher kid, unfortunately, <laughs> With the example thing, with the pressure to being a little pastor or whatever, it really, uh, you should to focus on what you have with you, but between you and Jesus. So I for, forgive my English. I would really, um, in the bottom of my heart, I wish you that you can overcome everything because Jesus is in your life. Mm-hmm. So you can be whatever you want. Um, but don't let those trauma and those like that sadness that you've been through to mess up your life. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you didn't have good experiences with your parents. And I know that's not your fault. It's not our fault. But still, God, God still have a plan for you. You're not here just mm-hmm. for no reason. God has a plan for you. And it's good. It's a plan as we've been preaching, a plan for you to have health and prosper. Yes. So... Um, just focus on what Jesus has been talking to you. Focus on the Bible. And I know that if I've been overcame in my life, you can too. Really. It's not because all of you are special. No, I'm not. I'm just like you, just in a different country maybe. But I really believe that if you're choosing the gospel, I know that you can win. 
In the name of Jesus. Yes, amen. amen. I believe that too. That's a good word <laughs> because I know that the ministry can be very hard on children. Yeah. And uh, we were talking earlier about how ministers can get caught up in ministering to so many people yeah. and maybe not mean to, but neglect their family, their children, or their wife, and, and maybe have good intentions, but still it's hap- it happens. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, you know, you could feel slighted, like your parents didn't have enough time for you and that sort of thing. And they had time for everybody else, but not you. <laughs> so that could be hurtful. And then, um, like she was saying about the example, she said um, that she was always required to be the example to all the other kids yeah. because she was the pastor's kid. <laughs> yeah. And David said the same thing, you know. Yeah. You have to, his mom and dad said, you have to be the example. And he said, that was so much pressure on, on you know, on a child to have to be the the one that everybody looks at and, you know, yeah. live in a fishbowl. But anyway, <laughs> thank God for the healing power of God. Amen. And he can uh, heal those traumas. And, and don't let that keep you from serving Jesus. Yeah, of course. Because uh, we all need to serve him and just receive his peace and his Amen. love. So I know you do a lot of women's ministry. Now, Bruna teaches both men and women, ministers to men and women. But uh, her, you know, being a pastor's wife, many times you've had these women's meetings. You just said that y'all just finished one. Um, what do you think it's important to teach women when you have those? You know, what are the subjects that you like to cover? And what do you think is important for them to know? Well, many things. Um, well, I believe that is not that all that all. Like, you already have a special, special gift from the Lord just for being a woman. Mm-hmm. God says that we have the wisdom. Like, the, we have the wise wife, like, we can protect her home, we can protect. So we have a vision. I know that you already know that, that we have, we know that different things, we look at differently, differently than, like, the men, for example, that some of them, are, that they cannot recognize things that we can so have special things in us already, as you, I'm, I'm sure that you have already. So God gave this special things in us for a reason. So you can use that for his glory, of mm-hmm. course. So every time that I, um, you know, participate into uh, uh, a woman's encounter, I always encourage them to look at Jesus. Yeah. You know, there is an advisement that my, my mom gave me. Which says, like, mom, how, how did you find my dad? Like, how you find him and how that was, you know, like those kids asking their questions. Yeah. And my mom said, well, before I married to your dad, I married to Jesus. Oh, that's good. So it really, like, it really shocked me. I never forget this phrase. Like, before you marry someone, marry Jesus. Bruno, I already married my husband, so marry Jesus. If you see him yet. So it's important for you to choose to marry Jesus first because if we love him, no matter what, I mean, about more than your husband, more than your kids, especially yeah. because we fell in love with our kids. I'm not judging you. I'm just saying that if we will love more, more Jesus than our husband, more Jesus than our kids, more Jesus than anything that you most love in your life, then you have strength 
Yes, that's you true. have peace yeah. because sometimes we want to fight with our own heads. Mm -hmm. You don't have strength yeah. enough. No one has, not just you, not me, not Dr. Scarlett, mm -hmm. not anyone. No. But Jesus can strengthen us yes. to fight as um, the, the David, King David said that, yes. that he trains our hands and feet for a battle. Why? Because he trains us. Yeah. He gives us strength, gives us joy. Mm -hmm. He trains us in, in, among our path. So don't be so frustrated. Don't be, uh, don't walk in, in shame or guilt. It's not worth it. Just fall in love with Jesus and yeah. marry him and he will show you the path. He will show you what you must do. That's so good to rely on him. Totally. Yeah, because uh, I know as women we look a lot to our husbands mm -hmm. for provision and and fulfillment and all those things, which is fine. I understand that mm -hmm. to a certain extent, mm -hmm. but really and truly, we shouldn't look to the hand of man. We should look to the hand of God. Amen. Always. Amen. And um, I read something interesting the other day in a uh -huh. book that I'm reading now, and it said that. Uh, Abraham built an altar everywhere he went. He built an altar first, mm -hmm. which meant, you know, kind of uh, represented his relationship with God. And I, I love the point that you made. Establish your relationship with God mm -hmm. first. There's only two places that he did not build an altar. One was in Gerar and one was in Egypt. In those two places, he almost lost his wife. Wow. In those two places. That's right. That he didn't build that altar first. And I, and I thought about that when you were talking, because wow. if you marry yourself to Jesus, in other words, put him first yes. and receive his strength, his, all that Brina said, then you don't have to drain your husband of all that, you know, and try to make him Lord. Yeah. Because he can't be Lord of your life. He's your husband, but yeah. Jesus is your Lord, right? Yeah, right? And it really will preserve your marriage, I believe. Don't I you believe think? That. Of course, it I will believe it. Preserve your marriage. So that's 100%. such a good word. That you, Amen. Praise God. <laughs> praise God. Um, I, I was going to ask you a little bit about the state of, um, spiritual state of Brazil, and you covered it a little bit. You know, mm -hmm. you already said that. Things are really changing. You believe the churches are, are bringing the nation up to a place of uh, holiness, you know, and, and uh, really helping. And, and the church does, even in the United States. Thank God for the churches. Ooh, I don't know what we would do without oh, the churches. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and that's a beautiful thing. But also, there are people in your organization that have run for office. Yes. And you even ran for office. <laughs> which I just admire that at her young age. Because you're not 30. Yeah. You're not even 30 yet. No. I'm and she, she ran for office. Her <laughs> husband, Israel, is how old? Oh, he's... Um, about 26. 26. <laughs> yeah. And he ran for a federal yeah. position. Yes. In uh, Congress. Yes. And so, isn't that remarkable? <laughs> um, uh, they didn't get elected, but even just to do the campaigning. Yes. Tell, can you tell a little bit about that? Wow. It was something. Oh, okay. So it was last year in 2022. Um, yes, we were, um, asked, you know, the missionary, our stories. He told us, he asked us if we could run for office. And it was like wild as in, in campaign. But I can share something really special about the campaign specifically. Um, that when we, when we are facing a battle, 
usually what God requires from, um, from us is to put in action what we already received while we were fasting and praying and, you know, living our life with Him. Yeah. So sometimes when we are in the middle of a battle, we want to fast, we want to rest. No, that's not the right time. If you are in the middle of a battle, you must fight. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And use everything you have in your hands. Like the yeah. helmets and, you know, the boots and everything mm-hmm. that the Bible says in yeah. Ephesians. So we have to use that. Not just because we sometimes we mess up in our mind. Oh, I need to sanctify myself. No, that's not the right time. You already sanctified. You now have to fight. Yeah. So that was the right time that I learned it. Yeah. Because I got used to so many years just praying and fasting and preparing and stuff. But then I look at myself in the middle of a battlefield and I have to fight. I have to speak. I have to be fierce. I have to be courageous. I had to be bold. Yes. And that was one of the, like, it was the first time that I had to do that in front of people who didn't believe in Jesus. Right. Yeah. So that was the most challenging thing that I've ever faced. So I have to speak the truth. And many people in this area, believe it or not, don't like the truth. Right, they no. prefer the lies. Yeah. So it was a very experience. We grew a lot, not just as a couple, yeah. me and my husband, but me as a woman and a woman of God. So I can tell you to finish this, to tell you, um, don't be afraid. I mean, if God is put you in a situation that if you're uncomfortable, challenged, is treating you like in, in a fear situation, don't be intimidated by that. Just focus on what God is telling your heart and just do it. Yes. Do it boldly. Do it with, be courageous and fight. Find the name of the Lord just like David did. Yes. Amen. Amen. And, uh, some of you might, I don't know, but you might have it on your heart to run for office, to yeah. run for a mayor or city councilman yes. or, you know, even, uh, governor or more, uh, you know, in, Congress, I don't know. <laughs> but um, I think that we need to know if God's talking to us about doing it. Yes. Uh, like Bruna said, be bold and do those things because God needs people in places of power and position. Yes. And uh, Brother Swatis, I know three of his sons uh, are, serve as congressmen. Yes. Um, in the uh, federal yes. level. And it's just remarkable uh, how they can influence and help in the government, in uh, places of authority. So, uh, and, and you know, they aren't women, but I believe that um, women can do it. We had a mayor in one of our meetings this yeah, week. And uh, Bruna um, had a word from the Lord for this mayor, and it was a lady mayor. Mm-hmm. And um, Bruna started ministering to her, just some things that God put on her heart. Yeah. And this woman just started crying and crying um, because she needed that encouragement and that word from the Lord. Like you said, being a Christian in a political environment that can be so hostile toward Christians yes. takes a lot of strength. Yes. And um, and so she ministered to... Tell them a little bit about what you said. Okay. Her. Well, it was after the service, and then she came to have a picture and have some words with the Pastor David. And I was translating and stuff, and we took a picture, and then, and then I look at her, and I saw somehow her heart 
Yes. In a cell well, she's a Christian and she's a mom politician. I have to say something. I have to say something. And then started to burn in my heart so strongly. And then, okay, couldn't I say some words to you? And she said, yeah, of course. And I grabbed her hand and I was like, you know, God is saying this and that. I really don't remember exactly what I said to her, but you really came from the deep end. And I was like, don't be afraid. Be bold. God will use you. God transformed the whole Israel nation because of one guy, which was David, yes. not because of the people. People were far from, from God, from the Lord. They were under oppression. But David freed him because of, because of his relationship with God. So it's your mission to do the same thing to your city. So it's not that heavy yes. because God will give you strength. God will give you guidance. I know it's hard to balance family and mission, mm-hmm. but still you can do this because God gave you this mission. So he's telling you, you can do this. So is the same word for you? Yes. You can do you this. Can do it. <laughs> really, if you, we can, you can too. So be bold, do it, and God will honor your faith. Amen. Amen. I don't know if there was anything ever comfortable that God asked me to do. Oh. It was always something that was <laughs> uncomfortable yeah. for me. And um, I'm really a pretty shy person by nature. Um, and the first time I ministered, I preached. I was uh, just turning 21. And my whole, I broke out in hives. My whole neck broke out. I was so nervous. And, you know, I was so embarrassed because there's red spots and blotches. <laughs> oh, my. Know. But um, so somebody said one time, you know, just go ahead and do it afraid. Just push through and do it. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and you, you know, it's okay to be uncomfortable sometimes. And God asks us to do things uh, because he wants to use us as vessels, yeah. you know, for his glory. And so we have to kind of forget about ourselves. It's not about us anyway. It's about God using us to bless others and to help others. So be inspired to do that today. And um, I believe God will take you further than you ever thought possible. He he can do that. So before we go, can you pray for our audience? Of course. And um, maybe encourage them in your prayers, um, however you want to pray. Okay. So, well, God... Father in heaven, we are so thankful for being here. Thank you yes. for this opportunity to be here with Dr. Scholar, with so many of your friends at home, and whatever this person is watching this video. But, well, God, my prayer for everyone who's watching this is for them to understand and to really accept that you are with them, that you, they are not alone, they are yes. not forgotten. Actually, you die on the cross because you always remind us to that what you've done for us. So, God, I ask you in the name of Jesus Christ to encounter this person, whatever this person is watching us, with healing, with joy, with revival, with refreshing their soul with your spirit, and and make them courageous to face whatever they need to face, because you are with them. And I say in the name of Jesus that every type of, of, of every type of mistaken idea, lies, anything from the devil, that influence them to look away, to look at just for the frustration, look at the frustrations, or to make them be far from you. They will rebuke to the name of Jesus. Yes, I say, Jesus. get out of these people in the name of Jesus. Yes. And you, that if you are suffering for uh, with any type of disease. 
or or illness or whatever, I say to you that you are free in the name of Jesus. Yes. You are healed. You are free. You're delivered in the name of Jesus of any type of oppression. Yeah. I say and declare in your life prosperity. Yeah. I declare in your life health, yeah. happiness. Rejoice in the Lord today and be thankful because God will do great things in the name of Jesus. Yes. Amen. 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 <laughs> we love you. We pray oh, for you too. and your husband Israel. Oh, me too. Brazil. <laughs> Amen. And may you prosper and be in health and uh, minister with great anointing. Amen. Yes, Thank you. Amen. And until next time, we well, let me say this first because if you've been blessed by this, Tell someone else about the podcast and, yeah. and tell them to watch this very special podcast so they'll be encouraged too. And then until next time, we just ask God's blessing upon you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you again for joining us. And I just want to let you know that these Women of Substance podcasts are the first and third Fridays of every month. So we do two a month just to encourage and empower you and inspire you. Tell other people about them when you listen to them and it means something to you. Let some other people know about it because we really want to get the word into women's hearts that they are significant, they're important to God, and they can do what he's called them to do. If you would like to donate to Women of Substance podcast. Uh, We appreciate your support because it does cost finances to get these done, and we uh, appreciate any support. Uh, We've had probably about 30,000 listeners, and uh, it's just so exciting to hear people tell me, Scarlett, I, I heard this interview or I heard your teaching on this and it really helped me. It, it brought me to a place of faith when I was struggling or, you know, a situation that um, it, it got me through that situation. So um, if you would like to contribute also, you can do that by going to scarlethorton.com. Also, if you need prayer, uh, we would love for you to write prayer requests. We love to pray, and we'd love to pray for any needs that you have at office at scarlethorton.com. Also, contact us. We have a Grace and Faith magazine that we put out usually once a quarter, and it gives information about Horton Ministries. My husband, David Horton, and I travel overseas a lot. We give reports of where we've been and the many people that have gotten saved and filled with the Holy Ghost, the miracles that God does. And I know that you would love to read that magazine as well. So let us know if you'd like it. And then we want to invite you, if you're in the Tampa Bay area on vacation, or maybe you live down here and you didn't know that there is a Word of Faith Grace Church called Grace Harvest Church, and it's in Holiday And uh, we would love to have you come. We have services uh, Sunday morning at 10 and Wednesday night at 7. So I know that you would love our church. Then also on our website, we have a lot of faith building resources. David has written some books and I've written a book and a workbook. And then we have some new books coming out very soon. So uh, these resources would help you. And they're uh, scarlethorton.com and you can go on and see those if you would like to purchase those. And then if you would like to book us for an event, any kind of conventions or conferences, we love to minister and travel and preach as well. 
So uh, we'd love to do that. Again, if you need prayer, don't hesitate. We know God hears and answers prayer. God bless you.